This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Hour two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard Battle joining us now. Richard, welcome. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, John. We're doing great. Thanks for having us back with you. Always a joy. Uh, This was a great question, by the way. Why? A question only free people may ask. I should say our topic for today, but it is a question. Why is the only word asked by a free people? Well, that's exactly correct. (laughs) This bizarre thought came to my head recently. And you think about it in a dictatorial environment, whether it be a family, a business, or a country, dictators never answer the question why. Right. They just bark orders and expect people to obey them uh, without question. Well, it's sort of like, you know, at times, Richard, when, you know, your kid would come to you, and I know all of us as parents have probably, I know I've made this mistake, and I know there's better ways to handle this, but sometimes your kids will come and ask a particular question, and maybe it's a question they've asked over and over and over again, you know, why, 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 why? And as parents, sometimes we just say, because I said so. That's end of discussion. <laughs> yes, and I think that's kind of the worst response we can do in any environment, <laughs> again, whether it's family, work, or or government, and this kind of fits along the corollary of a, a talk we had months back about no kid ever grew up wanting to be a socialist. And yeah. I believe children inherently have a free spirit, and that's part of asking that why question. They want to be taught right. and understand why someone's telling them or asking them to do something. Right. No, exactly. And And to your point, Free people get to ask why those that are not free, and you go over to you know China, for example, Richard, I doubt very seriously if the populace there gets to ask why. Yes, and if you think back to our founders, uh, when the Boston uh, Tea Party happened before, they're asking, why should they pay that tax on the tea? Right. Why should people in England represent them and they not have any representation from the colonists in Parliament? All the why questions they were asked, and they kept getting stiff-armed the whole time, versus having the king and the government answer those why questions and or change the government they were under. That's why it was so important in the way this country was set up, our, our republic, Richard, the way things were set up was to have, you know, of course we have Congress, House of Representatives, we have the Senate, of course, and then we have, of course, the executive, you know, the White House itself, the president, vice president. But the reality is our founders, and back in that time, even senators were handled differently. Those were elected by the states and then sent off. They weren't elected by 
the popular vote in that particular state like we do now. But the House of Representatives, you know, for the most part, other than redistricting and things along those lines, hasn't changed. Those were supposed to be the people from the people representing the people, correct? Well, that's correct. And in the Bill of Rights, one of the most overlooked portions of the First Amendment is the right of the people to protest and to petition the government with their grievances. Right. And a grievance is asking, why should we do it that way versus we're protesting, we think we should do it a different way. Explain why we should do it the way you're saying. I, I feel, and not to get completely off topic, but I feel that even with our structure of government, that in some ways, Richard, we've lost some of what our founders set out. I'm not saying that we don't have representatives because we do, but there's times where I often wonder, are they really representing us or are they representing bigger government? Are they representing PACs and lobbying groups and the people that actually got them elected with the, you know, with the donations? I mean, are, is it really a representative government like it once was? Well, I think that's a great point and a whole conversation. But in your news story at the top of the hour, there was a survey about funding Ukraine. And the public is pretty well split on it right now because the president has not made a case ever since we've been funding the Ukraine about why we should be funding at those levels, how we're spending the money, and why we need to continue to fund them. They just keep saying, we need more money, we need more money, we need more money. And if you or I had a teenage child and they kept asking for more and more money, we'd want to know why they needed that money. Where's it going? We'd be one of the first things, Richard, we would say is, hey, you know, we want some accountability here. Where is it going? Andy and I, it's interesting you say that. We were talking yesterday how we feel like, listen, before any more money gets sent over there, I want an accounting to know where every single penny that's been sent has gone at this point. You know, Richard, I'm I'm not uh, not, uh, against helping any other countries out there fight for their own freedom. You know you know me in that regard. But in this particular case, I, as a taxpayer that's basically funding this, I want to know where's the money gone. Well, exactly. And yesterday, uh, President Zelensky was playing salesman in Washington, and one of his comments was that two-thirds of the money came back to the U.S. funding government contractors, government defense contractors. Well, I still want to know about the one-third of the money, But it's interesting to me that he was making a case for more money, yet President Biden was not making a case for why we need more money. He just says we need more money. And so that shows he realizes the political implication if he is honest about what the money is used for, including things like retirement and pension accounts uh, for bureaucrats in the Ukraine. Yeah, I think there's – and by the way, I think that's the disconnect between – and I and I again I, I didn't do the polling. I don't know what half you know, I have a gut feeling as to which half feels which way. And I think the educated voters are the ones that are really questioning, wait a minute, time out, where is this money going? I think a lot of folks that have their heartstrings pulled and I get these emails and things on a pretty routine basis. I'm sure you do as well, Richard, where you know folks are, you know, pleading and asking our us and our government for more money to go there. And I'm guess I'm you know I'm the one that's kind of stepping back saying, okay, time out. You know, just like any other charitable organization, I want some accountability. Any any 501c3, where's the money going? Whose pocket does it really end up in? And I want to know that before I give any more money. And I think that's a fair question that we as Americans should be able to ask. Well, that's exactly right. And that's why, as a free people, we can ask that question 
and a normal representative government would ask answer that question, most of the time you know before you ask for the money that if you make your case that you will get what you're asking for. Hmm. But they are acting in a very dictatorial manner and just trying to spend money without having to answer that question. To me, that's very arrogant how the government is acting right now, not on our behalf, but on what they want to do without answering that why question. I think we're seeing that even on university campuses where there's anti-Semitism going on and the questions literally are being asked, why? What are you doing about this? How are you handling this? What's your position going to be? I I think to your point, that's why we're, we're doing this topic today, that why is a huge question in a free populace, which we have here in the United States of America. But yet, Richard, I, f- I feel like we're getting to a point, and, and I want you to you know tell me whether I'm right in my thought here, but I feel like we're getting to the point to where the more we start to ask why, especially in this situation like I just mentioned a moment ago, we've got people out there basically saying, you don't get to ask that question. Well, yes, we do, actually. Well, yes, and as we mentioned during the 2020 election, my belief is is that the Liberal Party's political platform is trust me and don't ask any questions. Right. And that's indicative of that situation. Uh, the why question, though, applies to so many other places in life and in business uh, in training people. They have to be taught why before how and what. Salespeople need to understand how They need to explain why someone should buy their product before they talk about what it will do and how it will work. Mm -hmm. And so often we skip that why question, and so we're not as successful in life and other endeavors because we don't answer people's why question. Good point. Uh, You've got a quote in here uh, on Beth uh, from, I should say, Bethany Hamilton. Talk about that as well. Well, she was a teenager in 2003, lived in Hawaii. She loved surfing. She dreamed of being a professional surfer. Christmas Eve, she got attacked by a shark, and her right arm was taken off. And so I use that as an illustration of someone who could have been trapped in the why or why me question, because sometimes it can be negative if we hang on to it in an adverse situation. But yet she went through that process and became a professional surfer and married and has a son, is a writer and speaker, uh, because she went past the why. Mm. And that's what we have to do in that particular type of environment. Yep. Uh, Very well said. Again, Richard Battle. You can find Richard at richardbattle.com. There's links on our website as well. But, Richard, I appreciate it very much. We'll talk to you again next week before we get into the the Christmas uh, time of the year, before Christmas arrives, I should say. But we appreciate all you do for us. Well, it's my pleasure. And as we always say, God bless America. God bless you, Richard. Appreciate you very much. Roof Savers of Colorado coming up next. And uh, Dave Hart would love to help you with whatever needs you have. Commercial, residential, flat roof, pitched roofs, tile roof, metal roofs, you name it. He can do it all. Dave Hart, again, Roof Savers of Colorado. Give him a call today. He'd love to help you with whatever need you've got. 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. 
If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Affordable Interest Mortgage, you uh, heard probably by now, we'll talk about this with Scott Garlis a little bit later at 5.30, but the Fed is leaving interest rates alone, in fact, hinting that there'll be some rate cuts in 2024. We'll get into that with uh, Scott, of course, at 5.30. In the meantime, if you have questions on mortgage, mortgage rates, the person to call is Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And MLS, 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels, they'll take on a small project or a very large project, including huge additions. Whatever you need, Premier Home Remodels is there for you. KLZRadio.com is where you find them. Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Geno's Auto Service, uh, they want to take care of you, your vehicle, as you head into the Christmas season and New Year's even. Make sure you're ready to go. Your vehicle's ready to go as well. And you can do that by going to genosautoservice.com. Don't forget, Geno starts with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. These debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. 
Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Genos is celebrating our 40th holiday season. Thank you to all our clients and longtime customers for the patronage and support. We truly appreciate it. Wishing everyone happy holidays. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, and appreciate you all joining us. And again, uh, as I talked uh, during that break with Affordable Interest Mortgage before their ad came on, uh, yeah, the Fed left things alone today. In fact, they hinted at uh, three potential moves next year, uh, rate cuts, which you guys already know my feelings on it, and Jordan Goodman and I uh, yesterday even had a little discussion over that, and Jordan doesn't think that there'll be any rate decreases anytime soon. I actually disagree. I think you'll see some rate decreases coming. Uh, frankly, uh, I think possibly first quarter, and my prediction is I think you're going to see a full point decrease by the time we get to the middle of the year. Now, I've got my own reasoning behind that. Scott Garlis and I will talk about that again at 530, but that's just my take on things. And uh, anyways, we'll, we'll see whether I'm right or not. Joe sent me something that I thought we could discuss here. I've got a few minutes in between Richard Battle and uh, Sonny Kutcher should be joining me here uh, at the bottom of the hour. But I had something that, uh, that Joe had sent me, Jersey Joe, 13 life skills that say you're not truly an adult until you can do these things. So Charlie, I thought we'd go through a few of these and see whether or not this is true or not. And for some of you that are listening that have younger, you know, teenagers even, college-age students, would probably be a good idea to get on top of some of these. Because I don't know that I can disagree with all of these. Some of these, we'll go through them. I may disagree with one or two of them, but we'll see. Number one, budgeting and money management. Yeah, I think that's a, a good sign that you've become a, a, not just an adult, but a responsible adult. When you, can earn, when you can learn to budget and manage money. doesn't mean that you're not an adult when you can't, because there's, by the way, a lot of adults out there that have never figured this out. That's part of what's wrong with our country today, I believe, because we don't teach these skills. But if there's anything you could teach your kids, and I'll just say this this way, even if you yourself don't know how to budget and manage money, find someone that you could put into your child's life whereby they could have even some short meetings here and then and here and there and learn how to budget money, it will bode them well the rest of their life. Again, one of those life skills that not everybody knows, but in my opinion, should know. Number two. Now, by the way, if you get number one down, number two doesn't seem to be quite as important, but cooking basic meals. Now, I think if you learn how to budget well, and manage money, you'll also learn how to cook because you'll realize real quick how much cheaper it is to actually eat at home than it is to eat out. And if you understand those basic skills of managing money, you'll somehow figure out a way to cook. Charlie, do you feel like I'm right on that one? He's saying, yeah. I mean, you may not be a gourmet cook, which I'm not saying you have to be, but being able to fend for yourself versus having to go out for every meal will really help you out. And, and again, this article is talking about just very basic, very basic meals. We're not talking about high-end things, but just basic meals that you can cook on your own. For example, we talked to Udo about this, and even Dr. Julie Gatza in the last hour. Can you fry up some eggs? Can you make pancakes, some toast? 
soup. Yeah, there's a, can you make a basic sandwich? I mean, there's really basic things. Can you make pasta? Ragu out of a can, heat it up. I mean, basic things that do you know how to do? Not saying you got to be a gourmet cook, but again, can you do some of these basic things? Number three, want a partner? Attract love with the power of your mind. Well, that one, I that one's one of those ones, Charlie, where it's sort of like, yeah, I think there's a lot more to it than than just that. Number four. Doing laundry properly. Yeah, this is a big one for me. You should know how to do laundry. That ought to be part of becoming an adult. And if you've not taught your kids, by the way, at an early age, now, some of you are going to think that, well, you already, you already think this. Charlie already does. I'm a weirdo. I knew how to do laundry when I was 14 and was. Some of you are going to say, what, why? Did your mom not do it? Well, I had a job. Remember, I had a paper out from the time I was 10. I started buying my own clothes when I was 13, not because my folks wouldn't, because I wanted what I wanted. And I wanted things that, quite frankly, I knew weren't in their budget. And I had the money to do so. Now, given the fact that I bought my own clothes when I was 13 years of age on up, and I'm not exaggerating, my folks haven't bought me a stitch of clothing since I was 13 unless it was some sort of a Christmas or birthday present. They didn't have to buy me anything. I was able to do that on my own. Now, in turn, because you're buying your own, guess who did the laundry? Me. I wanted to make sure they were done and done in a way that I could make them last as long as possible. Not that my mom couldn't do that, but again, my opinion also was at that time, and it wasn't an opinion, it was true, you know, my mom already had enough other things going on in the world. She had my siblings to also help raise. And but my both of my parents worked. So I felt like if I could earn my own money, buy my own clothes and wash them at the same time, it would help the family. And and I know I'm a weirdo. Charlie's in there shaking his head. Yes, I am. I know. But did I learn how to do laundry properly at an early age? Yes. In fact, in my home today, and as much as I love my wife, if something needs ironed, guess who does? Me. Because she hates it and I don't mind it at all. Actually, I kind of get a joy out of it. I know I'm I'm weird. I will iron. It doesn't bother me at all. Basic home repairs. Now, this is a tough one because a lot of kids today uh, and a lot of adults just don't know how to do these things. So I'm not going to say that you're not a full-fledged adult if you can't do these repairs, but I will say that they help. It kind of goes back to the whole money management at the beginning. The more things you're able to do on your own, the more money you'll save, and it helps you later on in life. Time management That's a big one, and I'll be honest with you. Most people don't do time management very well at all. One of the first things I start coaching uh, when I have a client, by the way, is typically time management. How can you get more done at the end of a day? We all have. It's an equality of life. All of us have 24 hours a day. It's what do you do and how do you spend your time in that that really counts when it's all said and done. Effective communication, yeah, this is a big one. Self-care and emotional well-being, um, I don't know that that necessarily means that you're an adult or not. There's a buzzword around the whole self-care thing that, frankly, I don't talk much about on this show because my own, I have my own feelings along those lines. Navigating relationships, yes, the older you get, the better you should be able to handle those things. Basic first aid, uh-huh, yeah, I would agree with that one. You don't need to be a doctor, but how do you... You know, how do you bandage something up? How do you handle something if something really goes awry? How do you put a tourniquet on? Things along those lines. Yes, those are things that you should be able to do. Now, this one, navigating public transportation. Charlie is way up on this one over me. I don't know that I would know how to do this. 
I've never had to. I know geography, but public transportation and I don't get along. That's, I'm, I'm, you know, yes, am I smart enough to figure it out? Yeah. But if Charlie went along with me, we'd be a lot better off because he does that very well and I don't. It, yeah, Charlie will hold my hand because I, I don't do that very well. So I would have to rely on him on that one. Number 12, understanding basic legal rights and responsibilities. Yes, as you get older, those are things that really you need to learn and know. Managing stress, we talk about that a lot on Health and Wellness Wednesdays. And number 14, critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Yes, I think this is one of those things we're not teaching our young people how to do that we should be doing, by the way. And this, by the way, each one of those could become a topic on this program, and maybe I'll break some of those down later on through 2024, and it's some of the things we can start covering because each one of those can become its own topic. Bruce Simmons, by the way, when it comes to knowing finances and what things actually mean, Bruce is our expert when it comes to reverse mortgages, and there's a lot of wives' tales is the best way for me to say it when it comes to reverse mortgages. Get the real skinny on how those work from Bruce today. Go to klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All right, Golden Eagle Financial. We had Al on, by the way, at 3 o'clock. And there's certain things that as you get older, you need to make sure you're doing financially. And Al can help you with all of those. So please get with him and make sure you've got yourself dialed in by the end of the year. Find Al by going to klzradio.com. You need to talk with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial now before the new year to help ensure your retirement plan is ready for whatever lies ahead. Even if you're currently participating in an employer-sponsored plan, you need Al Smith to help you strategize maximizing your retirement savings. Often near the end of the year, it's very difficult to get someone from your employer plan on the phone, whereas Al is personally ready to assist you right now. If you have retirement accounts, you definitely need Al Smith to help you close the year out and avoid costly mistakes or year-end penalties. Give Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial a call today to receive your free no-obligation consultation and get your retirement plan in order before January 1st. Just go to klzradio.com money to contact Al or to schedule a consultation. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Alan Davis, find out if solar is the right fit for you today. You can check that out by going to klzradio.com and find him there. And again, he'll come out and check out everything when it comes to solar and whether it's an actual good fit for you. Alan Davis, uh, again, Alan Davis at Level Engineering. 
Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money, but the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. All right, John Canada, John the Cyber Guy is what I really should say. Make sure that your business is protected fully when it comes to cybersecurity. Call him today again. Find him at klzradio.com. John the Cyber Guy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web. Or a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Sonny Kutcher joining us now, Young Americans Against Socialism. Sonny, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Always a joy. I appreciate it. I know it takes time out of your day to do this, which we're very grateful for. And uh, I, I say it a lot, probably not enough, having somebody that's not my age actually joining us and talking about a lot of the same things that I cover on literally a daily basis means a lot to me. I know it does to our listeners as well because it doesn't, you know, literally, Sonny, it makes it feel like I'm not so out of out of touch with things. In fact, I think I'm pretty much online with things. <laughs> I, I would agree. I think you are as well. And and it's, a, it's an honor for me. It's a pleasure to be able to share what we're doing with your audience. And this is, you know, these topics, these issues that we speak about is exactly what, you know, our organization is fighting for. And what a lot of people in this movement are fighting for to restore American freedom and mm. to expose the agenda of radical left communists. Which is exactly what they are. Boston, the mayor is under fire for no whites at the Christmas party for cities electeds. Of color. Now, that sounds pretty racist to me, Sonny. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I, I know. It's, 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 I, it's almost funny, actually, because, 
there's a part where it's, you know, so basically one of the mayor's aides, her, the mayor's name is Michelle Wu, and her aide sent out this invitation to, you know, the city council uh, saying, uh, you know, we're going to have a, an elected of color holiday party, and the email was not supposed to be sent to the white members. Yeah. So that, and then she followed, the aide followed up with a follow-up email saying, I want to apologize for my previous email regarding the holiday party for tomorrow. So she wasn't apologizing for being, I don't know, racist. She was just apologizing for sending it to the yeah. wrong people who yeah. were supposed to receive the invite. There you go. Yeah, th- I'm glad. Thank you for the clarification, by the way. It wasn't a matter of of her apologizing for anything. It's, you know, hey, this one is sort of like those emails when you maybe send something out, Sonny, that you felt like, oh, nuts. I didn't mean to reply all. It, it, kind of one of those feelings, right? Right, except she has absolutely no shame or remorse yeah. <laughs> for her actions. Yes, I think this is, this just goes to show the, you know, I was just speaking about this with, um, you know, my colleague at Young Americans, the progressive ideology, the progressivist ideology, you know, they have an entitlement. It is holier than now. They think that they know best and they, they're above, you know, they're above the law. They're yeah. above, they are Good point. righteousness. They Good point. They righteousness. And so... For them, you know, this is, they do have a standing because they're, you know, a diversity candidate. And I think it's really interesting that we are now seeing the consequences of hiring or electing candidates uh, or, you know, people to fill positions that are strictly based on, let's just face it, on on their race. Like, these are diversity, equity, inclusion candidates. And people are now seeing the significance of that and the mm-hmm. consequences of that, because these people are not qualified for the job. You know, and this whole, you know, we're going to attack you for doing X, Y, and Z, while at the same time we're actually the ones doing it. I mean, it's that old saying of if somebody's attacking you for something, it's likely them doing it in the first place. That's why they're attacking you for it. Absolutely, and that's what their whole ideology is predicated on. We knew best, do as I say, yeah. not as I do. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, this goes back to I think it really ties into the president of the of Harvard, who you know will yep. not resign. That's right. She's you know doubling down, and that's right. And that you know, it kind of to me it points out that you know the Penn president resigned, but she's white, so they could kind of get away with that because they can just you know push uh-huh. her out of the way. Agree. But with the Harvard president, they can't really push her out of the way because then they have to admit that, you know, hiring someone who plagiarized their Ph.D. doctoral thesis probably isn't the best candidate, but they don't want to remove her or, you know, force her to resign because she's, you know, she happens to be black. Right. No, I, we, we actually, for those of you listening, did the National Coffee Roundtable, which will play here at 6 o'clock tonight, so a little, little less than an hour and a half away. Sonny, we actually, on the podcast that we do, uh, corporately, the four of us were talking about that very subject, and I myself said, you know, not trying to you know bring the race card up, but the reality is if she was not a black female, she would be gone as Harvard president. The reality is they're protecting her because of the fact of that. Now, a question I have for you, we brought this up on the podcast this morning, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. I'm glad we actually got to this particular uh, topic this way, Sonny. The question I have for myself, and I want to ask you, 
At what point? Because we saw in the case of Penn, $100 million was going to get pulled if they didn't make a change. So, by the way, that was another reason why I feel like they did what they did, not just because she was white and they could get by with it, but $100 million is a lot. Now, in, in the case of Harvard, they've, they've lost roughly a billion dollars, but their endowment is about $52 billion. So, in a lot of ways, it really isn't a big dent yet. The question I have is, at what point... Does that monetary end of things get big enough that they start looking at it more closely? Uh, from my perspective, I think that there will always be radical billionaires who are going to fund these indoctrination school, you okay. know, universities and camps because because that is like the basis of their system. They have to get these people young so that they have people in the workforce and going into you know that chapter of their lives as radical communists, okay. essentially, okay. Uh, who don't know anything. They're useful idiots. And I think the only way that they're going to really feel the effects of people seeing the the error of their ways is by the students not being students there anymore, by seeing their admissions number, our admission numbers go down because they, they are obsolete. You know, they are not offering an education, a real education. They are, it's literally propaganda and indoctrination mm-hmm all it is at this point and 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 on top of that they're you know choosing people that you know like i said they they prioritize the dei and so you know we're not really who know i'm not insinuating that we're not that they're not picking the, the cream of the crop but they're not prioritizing qualified right. candidates they're not prioritize other characteristics or traits you're right so they're not you know, i don't think that they're going to really feel the effects of this or see the consequences unless people really start speaking up. And now I did see a really good interview of a student there who was speaking out Oh, spe- uh, at Harvard. Yes. At, uh, it was speaking out and, and saying how absolutely, you know, ridiculous this is. And, and just that people are, you know, at the college are just absolutely floored that she will not resign. And, and he also, you know, noted, which a lot of people have that Harvard is number 248 in the list of, 248 schools that were ranked for their free speech policies wow. or how well wow. they do on free speech. And so there you go. That, that yep. tells you everything you yep. need to know. Exactly. All right, shifting gears. And this one, I've, I'm glad you brought this up in my notes as well because I was, I was thinking about this particular show, and I'm going to watch it for a couple of different reasons. One, you may not know this, but I do a preparedness show on Fridays from 2 to 3 o'clock where we talk about everything from – you know, EMP strikes to how to be prepared for bad weather to you name it. We just I call it the you know, what do you do for the what ifs of life? And all of it has to do with all sorts of things from, you know, even how to handle a, a breakdown of your car on the side of the road, that kind of stuff. But anyways, this particular you guys actually uh, had something on your Instagram page about this. And it's the you actually um, uh, reposted end wokeness. Uh, Barack and Michelle Obama just produced their first fiction film. Uh, on Netflix called Leave the World Behind. It's basically about sort of that preparedness end of things, only with a huge twist on it. I have not watched the film yet. I need to take time to do so. I've seen some different reviews and things on it, and I think just for what I do here daily, it's something that I should watch. But for those listening that have no idea what I'm talking about, explain a little bit about what that movie is. Yeah, so... It's essentially about, you know, a cyber attack that shuts down the power grid right. and completely destroys and cripples the United States. <laughs> so, you know, nothing, you know, they love to do these, you know, doomsday apocalyptic type of, uh, you know, themes and, and plots here. 
uh, with Netflix. And I do think that the Obamas, they've actually been on the board of Netflix for many years. So I don't know if this really is the first film that they put their name on, so to speak. I'm not sure about that part, but I do know that they've been on the board. At least Barack Obama has been on the board for a long time, which, again, tells you everything you need to know, that they are completely injecting, you know, what what the average Joe thinks is just, oh, a great movie on Netflix is, you know, they're they're just completely injecting A, propaganda, and B, predictive programming to tell you exactly what, may or may not happen who knows <laughs> yeah i think yeah, some of the reviews that i actually you know saw by the way not just from you know the left but from the right as well and you know both sides of the aisle you know it's interesting there's pretty much unison in are there things in the movie that people like them obamas would know would happen if this sort of an event were to take place, and or is this a precursor to things that they already know may very well take place? That's sort of what I've heard from some of the reviewers. Well, I mean, if there are, you know, there I've seen movies, one called, like, Contagion, or all right. these different movies about, right. you know, a, a pandemic is going to happen, and what would happen, you know, it shows right. what would happen. And so, I, in from my experience with, you know, Hollywood and entertainment, I, I and just watching these movies, and having been in that world, I do think that a lot of the things that we see, you know, end up happening later on. And, and for those of you listening, Sunny, you've got, you should share this with our listeners. Not everybody listens every single week when you're on. You have some history in that, as you just said a moment ago, because you've been in Hollywood. You've done some things along those lines. You should probably share with folks a little bit about what you've done there. So you've got some credibility is my point. Well, you know, I was in the entertainment industry for many years. I grew up wanting to be an actor. And I, you know, on the one hand, in terms of the values and the indoctrination that we see taking place, that's, you know, been taking place for many decades in Hollywood. Um, on that end, I, you know, realized that it didn't align with my values, that I didn't want to be uh, handcuffed to a paycheck and sacrifice my own values and my own thoughts um, you know, to say words that I didn't believe in. And so that was, you know, a huge factor in why I decided to kind of switch mm. gears and change the trajectory of my life and my career. But on the other, you know, on the other side of the token, I, you know, watched movies like endlessly and, right. and watched TV, and all these things. Now, obviously, I do have, you know, that critical thinking skill. So I right. can watch things right. about, you know, swayed or manipulated um, into whatever they were preaching. But but I do, you know, from watching all of these things, you know, you see, oh, wow, that's weird. How did they, did they predict that? Or, did, uh -huh. you know, you start to see patterns of things. So you have this, you know, predictive programming, which, you know, a lot of people talk about from, you know, the time that Hollywood was first created, that this was part of, part of the whole reason that it was created so mm -hmm. that they could manipulate and control people and also tell them exactly what was going to happen. And the people would never even know about it. And then on the other hand, you have the indoctrination that, just like in this movie, uh, you know, which is the part of the clip or the clip that we showed on our Instagram. Is, right. Of course, they take a moment to bash white people in the in the clip in the movie. So like, and you know what? And I didn't ask you and because I, I can do this. I didn't ask. I can play that. I wanted to ask you first. Is there anything? I mean, sometimes things end up on social media that's not fit for what we do here with the FCC. Is this something I can play or, you know, am I OK in doing that? Oh, yeah, totally properly. It just, just, just hates on white people, and but it's a very short clip. It's probably only 10 seconds Okay, long. let me let me go ahead, Charlie. Let me hit. I'll have to re. This is not easy with Instagram because you can't hit stop and play on my computer. So give me one second. Here we go, Charlie. 
If the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. I'm okay, so there we go. You can't dole out, I guess what they're talking about is some of the resources that would be there. Can't dole those out to white people, Sonny. She, she says trust. Oh, trust. Yeah, she says, especially if the world falls apart, trust should ah, not be doled out. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so it's uh, like, yeah, yeah. Don't trust whiteies at the end of the day. That's that's really what she's trying to say there, right? <laughs> Precisely. Yep. If the world's falling apart, you know what? Who? You know, we all may be fighting for our lives, but wow. if you see a white person, you better run. Because uh, okay, all happen. the more. That, that little teeny clip, all the more reason why by the time we talk next week, I've got to watch this, which I will make sure that I do. Absolutely. And I, I was even thinking about watching it myself, but I don't know if I can take it. Oh, I, you know, given what I do here, and frankly, you know, here's the thing. Given what you do, and Charlie says yes, I mean, reality, Sunny, what you and I both do, sometimes you just, quote-unquote, take one for the team uh, and to learn what the other side's doing. I mean, again, sometimes the best thing to do is to know exactly what the enemy's doing, and to do that, this is the kind of stuff you and I have to watch, unfortunately. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. You have the point there. It's homework, and as much as there's times where literally I don't like doing it, and, and it just, I don't know about you, but it makes my blood boil sometimes when you watch those things. You just have to remember at the end of the day, okay, I'm doing this. It's homework. I have to. It's sort of like watching some of the debates at times. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, I really don't want to do that, but I have to. Oh, my gosh. Those are like comedy shows to me for sure. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, you know, a lot of the times we will read. We, go, I mean, I've read the Communist Manifesto. You have yeah. to get inside there you go. their mind. That's right. Understand where they're coming from, what their perspective is. That's right. Sonny, as always, I, and I mean it, I say this all the time to you. I know we talk back and forth some outside of the, the show even. I do. I appreciate all that you're doing. Mention one more time how folks can find you, what the organization Young Americans Against Socialism is doing, and you'll have some things coming out at the beginning of the year to help teach people as well. Absolutely. And if you are someone who is, you know, just hoping and praying that your children or children that you know and love uh, don't grow up and become radical socialists or communists, we completely understand you. And Young Americans Against Socialism, we're here to serve you. We are changing gears to provide resources for American families to talk to their children about what is going on, about how to preserve American values and the dangers of socialism and the threat that it poses to our country. Uh, and we are just so grateful for, you know, everybody who supports us and supports our mission and supports mm-hmm. the vision of America. And so uh, you can go to EducateFreedom.org. You can sign up for uh, the list there to find out when our resource will be available or it will, you know, it will notify you. Perfect. It should be available in the coming year. And so, yeah, we're, thank you again so much for mm-hmm. having me. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And in the words of Howie Carr, not, Mayor Wu is not dreaming of a white Christmas, but I surely hope that you do have a white Christmas. Sonny, we love you. We mean that sincerely. Thank you so much for what you do. And, yeah, this is our last time before the end of the year because of our schedule heading into Christmas next week. So, yes, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. You and all of yours have a very Merry Christmas as well. Tell all of your coworkers the same. And we really do appreciate all of what you guys are doing very much so. Likewise. We're so grateful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Sonny, have a great night. Thank you very much. And again, Sonny Kutcher, Young Americans Against Socialism. And please go there. If you've got the ability to help them out and do some donations, please do that as well. I know they would appreciate that greatly. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And if you want things done correctly, the right way, the first time, call Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. 
and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the outside temperatures drop below 30 degrees, you are risking damaged pipes. Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget. Down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Dr. Scott Faulkner, who really does agree with all the things we talk about here daily, including what we do with Dr. Kelly on Thursdays. If you want him on your side, medically speaking, he can be your doctor, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative health care, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning is next. Make sure that you're dialed in when it comes to your HVAC, and they can do that for you. Find them, by the way, at klzradio.com. Cub Creek Heating and AC installs high-efficiency furnaces, saving you money and keeping your home warmer all winter. High-efficiency furnaces use significantly less energy and effectively produce more heat in less time. That means 90 to 98% of the fuel used is converted to heat in your home, compared to 56 to 70% on a standard furnace. Not only will it save you at least 10% on your utility bill, but it will heat your home more consistently. The unit is smart enough to not force air through the system, which can create hot and cold zones in your home, as you notice with older furnaces. The Texas Cub Creek will help you make sense of government incentives that are available with these furnaces. The Ream Pro partners at Cub Creek can typically have a high-efficiency furnace installed in a day. And financing is available, so reach out to Hunter and Doug today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC to learn more. American National Insurance, Paul Lewinberger wants to help you with all of your insurance needs today. And I say this all the time, as we get to the end of the year, make sure you're dialed in with your insurance. You're not overpaying, but you're also covered properly with the amount of insurance that you actually need. Call my good friend Paul today, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. 
Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Greg with Open Range Services said, With all the things I have to worry about in a day, it's nice not to have to worry about this complex beast of a machine outside my office. BES has done a great job of maintaining it for us, and we use the heck out of it. I have had some not-so-fun experiences with office machine maintenance companies in the past. Thanks for giving me one less thing to worry about. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, Give us a call at 303-825-5664. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back about a minute or so left here of this particular hour, and Sonny and I were both talking about the Harvard president. Well, which, by the way, really makes you question what kind of an education are folks at Harvard actually getting. I don't think it's near as prestigious personally as it used to be. Number two, not only are they supporting Claudine Gay to remain as president, they're actually going to change the rules on plagiarism at Harvard. We'll talk about that during the roundtable tonight, by the way, in about an hour. Yeah, Harvard's actually going to change the rules on plagiarism because she's been caught plagiarizing. So rather than handle that correctly, i.e. asking her to resign as president— and probably stripping her of some of her credentials, they're going to go ahead and just redefine what plagiarism is. So, Charlie, I guess anymore it's okay to just copy and paste. That's essentially what she did, by the way, for those of you listening. You can go read about this all on your own. But it's going to be okay now in the future, Charlie, for people to just copy and paste from one person to another, claiming that it's your work when, in fact, it's not. And that's what you're getting now at Harvard. The ad men there is saying, the you know, folks that are, Board of Regents and so on are saying, oh, yeah, that's okay. We'll just we'll, we'll, we'll pass that off. Not a big deal. Folks, we talk about it during the roundtable. Is it to a point where you don't even send your kids to college any longer knowing that this is the kind of garbage going on? That's at the roundtable tonight at 6, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we've got another full hour coming your way. Uh, no guests from 5 to 5.30. Scott Garlis will join us at 5.30. So if there's something you want to add to what we've talked about today, feel free to do so. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Otherwise, Hour 3 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.